Now, I know that I said that we do this weekly, maybe even bi-weekly. Now, sometimes things happen, so let me just pull this old book here off the shelf and get a little of the... Get some of that dust off there. So we can get back to another Logan Scriptures. Where were we? Let's see, we did the territories. Part two. Omega versus Adam Cole story that goes years before now and I'm sure will continue as the wrestling world continues to grow as you all know Kenny Omega and Adam Cole it was kind of teased before Omega took some he took some much needed time off um, the question was who was going to lead the elite the super elite Kenny Omega going to be the good guy? Was he going to be the bad guy? Who was going to turn on who? We're all anticipating it. Before we get to there, I think we need to take a few steps back. When Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and Kenny Omega were first truly hitting their stride with the Bullet Club. Adam Cole kind of ran Bullet Club here in America. He ran the Young Bucks over in Japan. Omega ran it. Again, Omega had Young Bucks. Adam Cole was a mainstay in Ring of Honor. He was the Ring of Honor World Champion. He actually brought Hangman Adam Page into the Bullet Club. I was there. It was pretty cool. Um, Hangman hung a guy. No one really brings that up now. Nope. But, uh, yeah, he hung a guy in Dearborn. <laughs> um, I, I get it. it was kind of cool to see. But... That was the beginning of Adam Cole's group. It would eventually become known as the Elite. And Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, Omega, Hangman Page, Marty Skrull, and Cody Rhodes. Um, now, as all this was transpiring, I said you had Bullet Club Japan, Bullet Club America, a couple of the same members... But two separate groups, kind of like NWO Japan and NWO America. Fast forward a little bit to May of 2017, when Adam Cole was violently kicked out of the Bullet Club. Kenny Omega told Adam Cole that his year-long run with the group may have been historic, like all fairy tales needed a hero and a villain. Lights came on and Skrull was in the ring holding a Bullet Club umbrella and the Bucks proceeded to superkick Adam and leave him knocked out. Then Skrull hit Cole with the umbrella held him up so the Bucks could do that famous or infamous depending how you feel about it the kiss on Cole's cheeks. Now this would begin the whole joke on BTE and on their Twitter about Adam Cole being a ghost. Um, that's, you know, Skrull took a spot as a leader here in America. He'd make appearances in Japan before, unfortunately, uh, being me tooed in a way. Kenny Omega's still at the forefront. Well, again, jump forward. Kenny Omega has the Young Bucks 
and Adam Cole comes out that big night, you know, Brian Danielson debuts, um, CM Punk's first match back in so many years with AEW. Adam Cole comes out. We get the kiss. Seems everything is perfect. But as I said earlier, before Omega had to take time off, see, there seem to be some seeds being planted. Will, like I said, will Omega turn? Will Cole turn? Now, if I were to write this as it's written here in good book, I'd obviously the first step would be having Kenny Omega come back. You know, we've, we've discussed it before. He's deserved this time off. Whether you love him, whether you hate him, whether you think he's, you know, overrated, they think he's the number one guy in the world. Omega deserves some time off with all his injuries. I would have him come back. First thing I'd have him do, you know, you gotta get that rematch with Adam Page. I'd have him lose as he's sitting in the ring trying to find himself, because that's when he left, if you remember. He said he need to find himself, need to recharge. I'd have Adam Cole get in the ring. I'd have the Young Bucks get in the ring with him. And I'd have Adam Cole let Kenny Omega know his years with AEW, his years as the number one wrestler in the world. They've been historic. But now, and then I'd have him lean in, get right into his face. It's all about the boom. And then I'd have him super kick Omega, leave him in the ring. The fans necessarily wouldn't be shocked because we've seen this coming. But the announcers would play it up. You know, that's the greatness of having Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone. They would make you feel as if this is the ultimate betrayal. Well, you could have the Young Bucks kind of... They'd, you, you couldn't really read them. Did they support Cole? Did they support Omega? I'd have Omega come out the next week. The Young Bucks follow him out. He can talk about how even though Adam Cole turned, that didn't mean the Elite were broke up. That just meant the Super Elite was broke up because the Elite is still the top of the wrestling world. And soon the Young Bucks would win the AEW tag titles. Omega would win the heavyweight title and everything would be back to normal. But then Adam Cole appear at the top of the ramp. Holding a microphone and just say blatantly... I don't think you heard me, Kenny. It is all about the boom. Then I'd have Red Dragon come from the crowd, start attacking Kenny Omega. It would make it seem like the Young Bucks would then jump in to save him. But in reality, they would hit the kiss of death and each hit a super kick of their own. Dropping their former leader and effectively building a super elite with the Red Dragon themselves and Adam Cole possibly one of the finest wrestling groups in the world because they'd also include Britt Baker. I think as time goes on, you have Adam Cole take the heavyweight championship off of Adam Page. You have the Young Bucks take off the AAA tag team titles from FTR. And then you have Red Dragon win the AEW tag titles. So everyone has gold. You know, as Matt Hardy would say, it's an expedition of gold. <laughs> Kenny Omega come out. 
two weeks later after they all have the championships. And he cuts a long promo with Don Callis. You know, maybe it's time to hang up the boots. I have no friends left. In AEW. And that's Allison Anderson come out. The original three. Still, it was too much. The Young Bunch, Red Dragon, Cole, and even Britt Breaker getting a couple shots in. They keep taking these guys down. This is when Hangman gets reintroduced into the fold. I don't know if you remember. I know you just started watching AEW, you know, a few months ago. Um, Hangman Hangman and Kenny Omega were the first AEW tag team champions. I knew that. Well, in this, you figure they've got that connection. If Adam Cole took the title off Hangman Page, then he's got some retribution. If Hangman joined him as the fourth... These four keep fighting with the super elite, super click, if you will. So four on five is too much. Maybe they get a member of the Dark Order to join them, but the Dark Order, it's just not strong enough. That's Kenny Omega tells one week, I want to challenge you guys to a blood and guts match. A war games match. Five on five. Who's the fifth member going to be? gonna be John Silver is it gonna be on Callis is it gonna be one of the Bullet Club members from Japan I don't think it'll be that because at this time Impact has already ran a feud between Gallus and Anderson and the true Bullet Club so who exactly is gonna be the fifth man in this Omega Cole feud then you can have all four of the guys standing in the ring. Kenny Omega looks at Adam Page. Says, do you remember when you first started teaming with me? And then Adam Page says, yeah, yeah, when AEW started. And Omega goes, no, no, no. Before then. When you first became the hangman. Do you remember when you first started teaming with me? Our group, the true elite. The men who started AEW. And Hangman, yeah, I remember. That's Kenny would take the mic, and he would talk about how he understands that the men they're up against are the super elite. They have championships from around the world. But the only thing that can cancel something out is a like part. The only thing that can take out the elite is the elite as he says that the super elite come on the stage and adam cole grabs the mic tells kenny omega how he's crazy everything he says is crazy no one cares about him anymore he's not the top wrestler in the world the top wrestler is adam cole the top women's wrestler is Britt baker they have the top two tag teams in the world kenny just needs to feel the boom and get on with it And then Kenny again leans on the rope and says, you didn't hear me. To take out the elite, the elite, you need the elite. And that's the lights will go out. And then they come back on in that AEW fashion to see someone standing in the ring, looking down, hood over their face. 
and then Kenny pulls the hood back, and it's Cody Rhodes. Now, again, I mentioned earlier, Cody is one of the members of the Elite, and I think this would be the perfect segue into truly having all the combustible elements. You've got the Young Bucks on one side, you've had Hangman Cody and Kenny on the other. You have a Blood and Guts match. Would I include Marty Scroll? He hasn't been seen in the wrestling world in a while. I don't really think people necessarily remember him. Plus, he doesn't fit into the narrative of the AEW co-founders. But I think having Cody there just creates so much more melodrama. Plus, another thing others won't remember is Cody also led the Bullet Club at one point. So he's got the connections with all these moving parts. He was in Ring of Honor at the time that Kyle O'Reilly was a heavyweight champion. So again, everything connects into a Blood and Guts or a War Games match. It is then in this match that you finally have the blow-off. You have Kenny and Cole. You have the old Bullet Club versus the new Bullet Club. You can have Cody hit the spot where he jumps from high up on the cage and does his moonsault. Everything is there for a Kenny Omega win. Getting the pinfall. Everyone's bloodied. Everyone's bruised. But Kenny Omega, again, asserts himself at the top of the pyramid. Does this necessarily end an Adam Cole-Kenny Omega feud? No, it just adds a new layer to it. It adds Cody and Hangman as a Cowboy Shiznit team <laughs> teaming up face off against the AEW Tag Team Champions. It has Gallows and Anderson fighting the Young Bucks in kind of a lackeys fight. Cause Gallows and Anderson were the Young Bucks before was the Young Bucks. And you have Kenny and Cole. So you have three main events right there following AEW pay-per-view. This feud could be booked six, seven months. And I know what you're saying. That's a long time for long-term story feud. Not in AEW. Think that this Omega-Cole feud will end up this way? Yes. Do I think that it needs to end in blood and guts? Yes. After seven to eight years of history, seven to eight years of who is the true leader, there needs to be that final stamp of approval on it. And as far as I can tell, in chapter two here of the scriptures, there's a big stamp right on top of this Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, All Elite Wrestling. This is on Elite Dude. You think as a as a relatively new noob AEW fan, would would that would that keep you interested? Would that keep you enticed in the brand? Oh yeah, it'll definitely keep me it keep me intrigued and it's definitely something um that I feel it feels natural for Kenny Omega to do when he comes back. Um, I don't feel like we should be rushing Kenny Omega back to to wrestle on Dynamite against whoever, Sammy right. Guevara or somebody. Um, no offense to Sammy, but so I, mean, I, I feel I think... like and I feel like we're all kind of 
already laying the groundwork for this to happen um, almost every week. Red Dragon and the Young Bucks aren't getting along. Adam Cole is walking a fine line between them, keeping them together. Um, I feel like we might already get might get a little taste of it sooner than later between those two, uh, trying to uh, get the AEW World Tag Team Championships back. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a matter of time. And if, if they do it the way you laid it out, I'll be I'll be really happy with it. I'm not just saying that because you're my uh, my co-host and friend here. But uh, I'd love to hear a battle of the words between Britt Baker and Don Callis myself. Yeah, it would almost be like um, late '80s, early '90s WCW. All Heyman and Medusa had a good battle of words, and it's almost it's it's almost at that level. I think all the parts are there. Um, the only true hurdles is Gallus and Anderson getting from Impact to AEW, and then if they want to reference Cody being. A member of the elite, they've kind of brushed over that um, in recent years. And then, like I mentioned, it would be cool for Marty Scroll to be involved, but after the whole Me Tooing, um, he kind of, he, I, I don't think he's really done anything wrestling related at least a year. Um, so I don't know if just introducing him back is really the route to go. Probably, like I said, this could be. This could be a good six to nine month feud. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's all the top guys too. Plus, with how AEW's roster is laid out, you still have Danielson, Punk, Jericho, uh, as well as many others that could handle their matches. While this is the main fixture, this would be your you know, NWO versus Horsemen or your DX versus Nation. While everyone else kind of picks up the slack in the mid card and the lower main event. Let's just uh, get you hired. Let's get you in down to Jacksonville. I right, let's. I mean, Jacksonville, Connecticut, wherever Ring of Honor's based out of. I won't do. Uh, I I won't do GCW. A little, a little, I, too, a little too hardcore for you. A little, a little too. But uh, I'm gonna put this. Like, so let me just get a little bit more of the dust off that. Hopefully, this book uh, doesn't sit on doesn't sit on the shelf for a couple months. Maybe next time it'll get Hopefully. a bit of a <laughs> I, I, That'd be nice. I mean, if you were listening out there, out in podcast land, if you want to hear more of the scriptures here, or if there's something that you're curious about how it would be booked, or you think I would like it booked, I mean, the more that I open these pages, the more writing appears. Let us know on our Twitter. I mean, just reach out to us. Is there any other place that they could let us know? Do we do we still have a do we still have an email set up? Uh, we do. We still have an email. I check about once uh, once a week. Just... Wrestlingproverbs at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, and just like I said, hopefully this isn't a once a month, once a two month thing. Like to keep this going. It's fun to kind of spitball. Um, it's based off of an older YouTube channel's uh, just ideas, um, but that guy was more of a smartass. <laughs> um, then if you're curious into this kind of thing, 
um, eventually I'd like to get on our our YouTube channel. I did a couple of these videos way back when. Not as much on how things should be done, but how they should have been done. Agent of Doom's return to the WWE. Um, things of that nature. Undertaker's WrestleMania matches. Like I said, these scriptures have a lot in them. It'll just be interesting to see what comes next in chapters 3, 4, 5, and etc. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, the, the last one we did did pretty good. I like we had a lot of good feedback from it, so I'm expecting this one to be get the same. And then after the future ones, once uh, more scriptures are needed much. to be reading. Yeah, this one didn't have as much history on it as the Territories one, but um, still a little bit there, still a little bit of history for people to nibble on. Absolutely. But uh, until next time, as always, follow us wherever your podcasts are, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, send us an email. Please the thing we don't have is AOL Instant Messenger. You can send a snail mail too. Just send a letter to my house. Yeah, there we go. We're not gonna release addresses, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll find us. Yeah, not hard. Not hard to find. <laughs>